Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer AME Church in Detroit, Michigan, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Located in the heart of the Motor City, we are a family where love makes the difference in our worship, in our community, and hopefully within you. More information on our programs and services found on our website at www.historicebenezerameDetroit.org. Thank you for joining our podcast. Let us pray the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of a Mary, the God of a Martha, the God of a Rosa Parks, God of our wearied years, God of our silent tears, thou who has brought us thus far along the way. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to have another blessed opportunity to assemble here and to praise your holy name. I pray now that you will take charge of this, your humble servant. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. For truly thought my strength and my redeemer. The master's name I pray, amen. Uh, beloved, we're taking our text this morning from the Gospel of John. We need to be mindful of the fact that when we talk about the synoptic Gospels, we are referring to Matthew, Mark, and Luke. John is classified as a Gospel, but not a synoptic Gospel, because the synoptic Gospels of Matthew, Mark and Luke tell many of the same stories with slight variation. But it is interesting when you look. When we talk about the nativity, that is the whole pregnancy of Mary and the birth of Jesus, that is only recorded in the Gospel of Matthew and Luke. Mark does not deal with it at all, nor does the Gospel of John. But when we talk about the passion, when we talk about the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus, all four Gospels deal with that story. The reason why I chose John to preach from today is because John is the most intriguing gospel for me. Uh, the symbol of John is the eagle, and the eagle is the only bird that can look directly into the light that comes from the sun and not be dazzled. John is really concerned with the inner workings of Jesus. In the 12th chapter, the 12th and the 13th verse, we find these words. The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees 
and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Want to preach for a brief period this morning from the subject maintaining a victory spirit while in the valley. Maintaining a victory spirit while in the valley. You must understand now that before Jesus makes his entry into Jerusalem, he has been in Bethany at the home of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. This is after he had raised Lazarus from the dead. Lazarus had testified as to what Jesus had done. Now, there were some folks who were happy, grateful, and appreciative for this unusual act of Jesus. But yet, there were some officials who were upset because they felt that Jesus was getting too much notoriety and he was building too much of a following. And they felt that they not only needed to kill Jesus, but they needed to kill Lazarus. But now Jesus did not allow even what he knew would take place in a few days to discourage him from fulfilling the will of God. What was the secret? Jesus knew that he had been sent by God. Jesus knew that he had been given a special job to do by God. Jesus knew that he had caused the lame to walk, blind to see, even had raised Lazarus from the grave. And because of these unusual feats and deeds and experiences, Jesus had a victorious spirit. But even though now, he knew that in a few days, the same people who were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, here comes the king of the Jews. Many of them would be saying, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. What was the secret? What caused Jesus to keep going and maintaining a victory spirit while in the valley? We must understand that in life, all of us will have good days and all of us will have some bad days. Too many of us, however, when we find ourselves in the valley, we forget what the Lord has already done in our lives and those moments of being victorious. I've come here to tell you today that even though Jesus came into Jerusalem and sat on a donkey, as the scripture had said, he recognized that one of his own would deny him Another one would betray him, but Jesus kept the victory spirit. I want you to know on today, my brothers and sisters, that there were those who were hoping that Jesus was coming into Jerusalem to reestablish the nation of Israel. You must remember that after the death of King Solomon, 
The nation of Israel was divided in half. You had the northern kingdom, which was known as Israel, and the capital was Samaria. You had the southern kingdom, which was known as Judah, and that capital was Jerusalem. Must understand that the northern kingdom, that northern kingdom, northern Israel, with the capital being Samaria, fell into the hands of the Assyrians in 721 BC. The southern kingdom known as Judah fell into the hands of the Babylonians in 586 BC. And since that time, there had not been one nation known as Israel. And there were those who were hoping and praying that Jesus was the new king. But Jesus had to let them know that his kingdom was not of this world and that he was not sent to be the new king of Israel. It was not until 1948 that you had the establishment of a new Israel. And when Israel was established, there was a conflict over the land that was used to set up the nation. And that's the reason today that you still have conflicts between the Israelis and the Palestinians. But in the midst of all of that, God is still on his throne. And because Jesus maintained a victory spirit, he was able to go on to Calvary and we will celebrate his resurrection on next Sunday. But how is it that when you are down, how is it that when you have the blues, how is it when you find yourself a little bit depressed, how is it that you can maintain a victory spirit while you are in your valley? Well, the Psalm says, yea, though I walk through the valley, of the shot of death. That means that your valley experience won't last forever. Don't you throw in the towel and don't you give up. First of all, remember the sun will not shine every day nor all day. And midnight will not last forever. When you find yourself in the valley, you must reflect on the blessings you have already received from the Lord. If you are honest right now, all of us can think of a time when we have been blessed by the Lord. So don't you allow your valley experience to put you in a permanent state of amnesia where you forget what the Lord has already done for you. It's the reason we sing sometimes I I, I, I woke up this morning uh, with my mind stayed on Jesus. I might have some difficulties now. I might be struggling now. I might have some health challenges now. But the same Lord who walked with me before, the same Lord who restored me before, the same Lord who gave me hope before, the same Lord who gave me energy before, the same Lord who gave me light 
in darkness before that same Lord can do it again. And not only can do it again, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? He will do it again. Secondly, my brothers and sisters, there's a difference between going through and marking time. Some of us act like we're stuck in the quagmire. Some of us act like we have four flat tires. Some of us act like there's no fuel that we can get. The electric car cannot get electricity, and there's no gasoline for the other automobile. But won't you understand this? God has a Holy Ghost gas station, and Jesus is the gas attendant. God has never run out of fuel. And the Lord has never put a sign on his gas station saying, temporarily gone out of business. All that's necessary. You don't need to have a credit card. Don't need to have a lot of money. But you must have a sincere spirit. And you must go to the Lord in prayer tell him that your gas tank is almost on empty and you need some Holy Ghost fuel to help you to go on for another day's journey. When you go to some gas stations, they will have a special pump that says diesel fuel. Then they will have where you can hit a button if you want low or regular or you want high octane. I got news for you on this Palm Sunday that this Holy Ghost fuel that God has and that fuel that will be pumped into your life via the Holy Spirit by Jesus, no matter what kind of car you drive and what kind of gasoline you need, this gasoline and this fuel that comes from the Lord will energize you, mobilize you, and give you what you need to go on for another day's journey. So I'm so glad today that when I think that I just can't go on any longer, the Lord reminds me that, yea, though I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, that he is with me. You know the story. The man said, Lord, I call upon you while I was going through the valley, but I didn't see but two footprints. Where were you? Those must have been mine. The Lord said, oh, no, son, you got that all wrong. When you saw those two footprints, those were mine. I had picked you up in my arms, and I was carrying you through the valley of the shadow of death. I come to tell you now that the victory is not in the hands of man, but the victory is in the hands of God. I'm so glad that when I'm down, I don't have to depend on man to lift me up, but I can talk to my Lord. You see your neighbor, and sometimes even your family member, they will strike back at you when you do something that they don't like. Sometimes it's even your own family and close friends who will not be by your side when you need them the most. But because we serve a God of grace, one of mercy, and one of love, 
Even when you mess up, the Lord will pick you up. Even when you don't know how you're going to make it, the Lord will see you through. Don't think that Dr. Higginbottom has been able to practice medicine for over two decades because he's so smart. But he too knows about a God. He too knows about a Lord who even guides his hands while he's working on the human body. But I come by here today to tell you that I'm not offering what I read. I'm not talking about what somebody told me, but I'm telling you what I know, that the Lord will and can see you through. Stop fighting your own battles. The victory is mine, saith the Lord. You got to be still and know that he's God. You can't solve all of your own problems. You can't make everybody love you. You can't make everybody see where you're going. The only thing you're asking is for the Lord to bless you and to order your steps so that whatever you do is sanctioned by the master. Stand to your feet. Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer African Methodist Episcopal Church in Detroit, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Join us for our live stream worship services. You can access the live stream and also follow us on our social media. For information on our programs and services, go to our website at www.historicebenezerameDetroit.org. Love makes the difference.